how do I come to terms with my flaws as a human being? Ouch! <laughs> how do I come to terms with my flaws as a human being? <sighs> I just want to say something off the bat. That our flaws as a human being, my flaws as a human being, have two dimensions. The first dimensions of my flaws as a human being is how they hurt me. And the second dimension of my flaws as a human being is how they hurt other people. My wife, my children, my parents, my siblings, my students, my co-workers, my employees, my employers. And they're very different. Meaning, how do I come to terms with my flaws as it relates to me? This is who God made me to be. And um, of course, we're alive, we're breathing, we're trying to grow. Um, but just like we accept so many other things in our lives, we accept ourselves. Meaning, one of the things you learn in life, which I would argue is quite un-American, is acceptance, right? If you lived in Asia or Africa, where people's lives are more difficult, automatically their expectations are lower. They don't have a certain dream of how their life is going to be lived. They just live. And in a really strange twist of fate, they're a lot happier than we are. In the West, we have this belief that we can write a script and um, live out our lives according to that script. The very fact that we can have that dream tells us how blessed we are. Um, and the very fact that we allow ourselves to dream that dream tells us how childish we are because God runs the world and not us. And when we're young and we have this dream and the dream doesn't play out as we wish, it's frustrating, it's upsetting, it makes us angry, it makes us want to quit. But if we don't do those things, we accept. We accept with the hand of God. Some people, you want to say, some people have a better hand, some people have not such a good hand. Some people have an easier hand, some people have a more difficult hand. Some people have a richer hand, some people have a poorer hand. Some people have a more intelligent hand, some people have a less intelligent hand. Some people have a happier hand, some people have a more challenging hand. But God makes the determination, makes those determinations. God Almighty makes the determination, and we accept them. If we're successfully able to accept what the Abishta gave us, we're able to live our lives without expectations and we can achieve that most elusive of American dreams, which is called be happy. And a part of that is accepting of ourselves. Whatever limitations we have, some people are not so smart, some people are not so organized, some people are forgetful, um, some people have difficulty communication, right? And some people have anger, for example. Some people have a uh, a selfishness which is more than is acceptable, right? Some people have an immaturity which is beneath their years. And as you are in relationship with yourself, as I am in relationship with myself, I have to accept what God gave me, the good and the bad. It gets very tricky because so many of these flaws affect the people around ourselves. They affect our, our spouse, our children, our parents our students, the people we work with, the people we work for. And that's much more difficult to accept. It's much more difficult to accept because A, we're hurting other people and B, we're embarrassing and disappointing ourselves. 
the good news is that the more difficult thing to do is the first thing. Really, the more difficult thing to do is to accept ourselves vis-a-vis -vis ourselves, to forgive ourselves for being imperfect. Um, I think, in my experience at least, younger people in general are more idealistic, they have higher expectation, and they expect more of themselves. As we age, we become less idealistic, more pragmatic, and we become more realistic about who we are, and we lower our expectations of ourselves, which is nice, which is good, with one caveat. The caveat is that when we have less expectations of ourselves, we push ourselves less, and that's a good with a bad. When we're young, that we have all this idealism and this hope, we drive ourselves much harder in order to achieve, um, I'm going to use this word even though it's such a terribly simplistic word, achieve perfection. The trick is to get old, to accept yourself, but not to be satisfied. Meaning, how do I come to terms with my flaws? They wish to created me. You know, the famous Gemara, Lech Luman Shasani, go to the crafts entity, namely HaKadosh Baruch Hu made me, Hashem made me with these faults. Everybody else has to accept me, I need to accept myself. But I need to constantly grow. That's very difficult to do. It's very, very difficult to um, a, accept your limitations. B, accept your limitations in such a way that it doesn't slow you down. But then there's the other thing, how our flaws hurt others. And that's, if you're an honest person and you're a grown-up person, almost impossible to accept. How do you accept the fact that you, by meaning to and not by meaning to, hurt others? Um, I don't have a good answer to this question. But the best I can tell you is what I tell myself. One of the upsides of being American, America, I love America, by the way. I'm proud to be an American. I was raised by an immigrant who told me to love America. My father's Stark talked about freedom. I always talk about it in my talks. Poor guy, everyone has to hear everything he told me about America and American freedom and American opportunity. Um, but Americans, tend not to be particularly smart and Americans are materialistic. Americans want things but they call in the culture a, a consumer society, consumerism. The greatest upside of it being American is that we're kind. We really are kind. We, it matters to Americans to be good. It matters to Americans to be perceived by others as being good. But there's another characteristic which I think is quite uniquely American and that is we're humble, much more humble than Europeans. The consequence of that is that we're always ready to change. Americans are never too old to change. We can always change. And I think the way people accept their limitations, their flaws, especially in as much as those flaws hurt others, is to tell those others and to tell themselves, I'm going to grow. I'm going to change. You know, the story that the Rebbe Rayatz, when he met Shazad and he asked him for Kfar Chabad in 1948, and Shazad said, we don't need Jews to come and retire in our land. We need Jews to come and make the desert bloom, the Rebbe Rayat, the previous Rebbe commented, Der Mensch wird sich ändern. This man will change, and he did. And I think in our lives we can always change. Change is very, very hard, especially change when it comes to our most intimate relationships, like with our spouse, with our children. But we could, we could, we could become kinder, we could become more patient, we could curb our anger to a considerable degree, we can become more generous, we can become more selfless, and we can become more frum.
and we could learn more Torah, and we could manage our time better, and we could be happier, and we could be makar of other people, slowly but surely. And I, I think the key is to be very realistic. Um, but I think any person who struggles with accepting themselves because of their flaws, the harder part of it is accepting those flaws as it relates to themselves, but at least it's not hurting anybody else, you know. The easier job is to deal with those flaws that those flaws affect other people, and the best we can do is make promises. I'll, I'll become better in this, and keep it, and keep it. And the direction, the direction, the fact that each of us is trying to get a little bit better, or maybe a little bit more than a little bit better, and we're taking realistic steps to manage ourselves, our emotions, and therefore our actions and our time in a way that's more efficient and more proper and more correct, I think is the most useful way to manage our flaws. I mean, the Gemara says so many of the, the components of a human being are not up to him. The only thing that's up to us is free will. Free will doesn't make us smart. Free will doesn't make us rich. And free will doesn't necessarily make us kind or responsible or a, a keeper of time and a schedule. But we can work on those things. Mm -hmm.